Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. First, I'd like to say Happy Mother's Day. And this is for all mothers, whether you bore children or you just raised children, or you just have a great love for children and you've been a part of their lives. Happy Mother's Day. We are continuing our look at Judges chapter 3. Looking at verses 20 through 23 from the New King James Version. And this is Ehud's daring assassination of King Eglon. And I have to give a gore alert because this section is quite gory. But God is again delivering his children. Let's listen to God's word. It reads, so Ehud came to him. Now he was sitting upstairs in his cool private chamber. Then Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. So he arose from his seat. Then Ehud reached with his left hand, took out the dagger from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. Even the hilt went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not draw the dagger out of his belly, and his entrails came out. Then Ehud went out through the porch and shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked them. Again, Judges chapter 20 verses uh, chapter 3 verses 20 through 23 in the new king james version which gives this section the simple title ehud i'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer this is hope scott i am your host of five minutes in the word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring god's word Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Judges chapter 3, verses 20 through 23 in the New King James Version. And again, it's a gory story, but it's a story that lets us know that God is still in control. And y'all forgive my voice. It's allergy season in Texas. So just forgive how my voice sounds. I'm, I have a lot to say, and I'm going to try to do it in five minutes, but I may go a little over. Ehud was an ingenious man, and his... his um, People in Israel felt that he was fit to stand before kings. So they chose him to carry and present a present from Israel to the king, to the great Lord, the king of Moab, that they might find favor in his eyes. The present is called Mincha in the original, which is the word used in uh, the law for the offerings that were to be presented to God to obtain his favor. The children of Israel did not offer their season in their season to God, his mincha. Uh, and they were, would be offering it to the God that loved them. But instead, they are 
uh, bringing it, the offering to a heathen prince who hated them. And of course, that was because of their neglect of following God's law. Ehud went uh, on his errand to Eglon, offered his present with the usual pomp and ceremony and dutiful respect to, to make sure that he would prevent suspicion. And he told the king, I have a secret message, which could be a word or a thing. So Ehud was saying, I have something for you, O king. And he really did have something for him. He made a weapon for the purpose, a short dagger, about half a yard long, like a bayonet, that he could easily conceal under his clothes. And uh, the commentary says, probably because no one was permitted in the court with the king with swords on their sides. So Ehud wore his weapon on his right thigh that it could be easily reached with his left hand and he would be uh, less suspect, uh, might be less suspected. He concealed his plans even from the, the uh, guys who, the people who went with him. And uh, he sent them back home while he himself, as, he had, as if he had forgotten something behind, went back to Moab's court. And there he was able to um, do the execution, which basically is what it is. And he could do it safely without getting anyone else in trouble. And it says that he went by the uh, Gilgal, which had graven images. And one commentary said that probably enraged him. And that's when he saw those idols and his people, thinking about his people who had forsaken their God to worship these idols and to worship this man. And they bring it all, all of what they should have given to God to this man. But let me continue. He begged for a private audience and obtained it. And um, while the king was there, he was sitting. And when uh, Ehud said that he had a message for him from God, that, uh, and of course the message was a dagger, but the king didn't know that. Though the king was a heathen king, and though he was rich and powerful, he was tyrannizing um, uh, the people of God. And he was a very fat man and he couldn't easily rise or stand long. Yet, when he expected to re receive orders from heaven, he rose from, out, from his seat. He rose out of his seat. Whether it was a high seat or a low seat, doesn't matter. When he heard that he was getting ready, ready to hear a word from God, he stood up, thereby showing that God is superior. And Ehud, in calling what he had a message from God, plainly asserts a divine commission for it. And uh, God's inclining Eglon to stand uh, to, up to do both confirm the, um, the commission and facilitates the, the execution. And the message was delivered not to the ear, but immediately and literally to his heart. And with a fatal knife thrust and the knife was left there his extreme fatness made him unable to resist or help himself probably it was an uh, effect of his luxury or excess we don't know 
and Eglon's mane uh, signifies a calf, and he fell like a fatted calf by the knife, an acceptable sacrifice to divine judgment, justice. Either uh, Ehud could not remove the sword, or he deliberately chose not to because it would draw attention to him, especially if he left a, th a trail of blood. So his uh, blow apparently severed large, uh, the large intestine so that uh, excrements burst out and it was protruding out of his back. So that's why I said a uh, gore alert. And Ehud, God gave him grace to leave and he closed and locked the doors. Let's pray. Father, first of all, we want to thank you for this day, for allowing us to see another uh, Mother's Day, another Sabbath day. We thank you. God, for many, it's bittersweet. For me, it will be my first uh, Mother's Day where I'm not getting that message from my brother telling me Happy Mother's Day. For my daughter-in-law and for several others, this, is, this will be their first year of their mother not being on here on earth with them and then for one of our church members this will be her first mother's day without her son her and her husband and it's it's painful even as we think about it for others who lost their mothers this year god it's painful to think about but god we thank you for allowing the people that you allowed in our lives for the length of time you allowed them to be in our lives especially as we look at things that's going on in the Ukraine where so many have lost so much. God, we need, they need you. We need you. They need you more than we can even imagine. We can't imagine that kind of pain. But God, we know that you are God of love. You're God of understanding. You're God of compassion. And we thank you for that. And Father, we thank you for even the image of uh, a pagan king who stands to get his word from you, to get a word from you. And God, that's a message for us. Some of us, you know, when the word is read, we don't move, we don't budge. But God, we thank you for your word. Let it touch, let it heal, let it help. In the name of Jesus, and Father, we're thanking you in advance and praising you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.